Welcome back to the Elia Mania podcast. It's Esma, your host. Um, and today's guest is a super, super exciting uh, individual called Aya from Berlin. Originally moved there from Israel, actually. But we'll go into why she made that move, uh, a bit more about her career and her personal life, etc. in just a bit. Um, it was a really interesting, really sincere, I think, and, and at times quite serious discussion. Um, but I hope uh, you enjoy it. So without any any more fanfare. Hi. Um, Hi. Well, I, I actually wanted to double check something with you, and hopefully I'm not the only one who wanted to do this. Am I saying your name correctly? Is it so? Do you, is it like Avia? It's Aya. Okay, Aya. It's Aya, and uh, my real name is Avia. Okay. Aya is my okay. uh, artist name. Okay. Okay. Aya's artist name and Avia is real name. Okay. Yeah, Avia is I, my. I would use my real name, but when you write it on Google, the first thing you see is a gas station. So <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, I think it's a beautiful name, though, genuinely. Thank um, you. Yeah, no, it's it's so lovely. Okay, and then, I mean, I love the name Aya. A random note, I think, like, if I have a daughter, I want to name her Aya. So, really? You know, great name as well. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I just think, like, it's short, snappy, um, and, like, it's a really transferable name, like, in a lot of languages. Um, it works really well. So I was always yeah. like, good one. I like it. <laughs> yes. Also very, if you check, like it's different um, meanings in a lot of languages and all of them are very nice. I can't remember everything, but it's like in many different languages, it means so many nice things. So I was like, okay, I, I, I take it. I take it. It's a great stage name. 100% of <laughs> <laughs> um, So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm just still overwhelmed. I had an amazing show last night. Uh, it was just insane location. It was in the planetarium and we had like um, amazing LED of um, screens of sky and different kind of galaxies. And it felt so surreal and really reminded me my hometown. I'm from uh, Arad that it's a very small town in the desert uh, of Israel, Palestine. And uh, every time I opened my eyes, I just felt like so emotional. So most of the show, I'm like this, <laughs> like with eyes closed. <laughs> and, and the crowd was amazing. It was very emotional. So uh, I'm very grateful. And also it seems like from Monday on, everything is locked down here in Berlin. So I'm very grateful and happy and sad at the same time. Yeah. How are you? Wow, that's a lot of emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it won't go wow. But I'm glad to hear you had a really nice show last night. I think I saw you feature that on your Instagram and it looked really, really like a beautiful display. So that's one way to sort of um, start your lockdown. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, I've just started my winter break. Um, so I'm doing really good. <laughs> I'm very, very happy to be free. Um, so that's nice. You deserve it. Um, and yeah, yeah. And, and what are you thinking? So I, I hadn't realized Berlin was going straight into a lockdown. What are you thinking you're going to be doing? And, and how long is it going to be for? 
what's the Germany gonna do or what I'm gonna do? <laughs> what you're gonna do. Uh, okay, <laughs> because I have no idea what they're planning. <laughs> uh, um, I guess I have to be honest, uh, when at first when it started, I was pretty happy because I worked really hard and before that and then after like two weeks I kind of lost my mind and I started like invent trying to invent myself new hobby and I got into the live stream and film and productions and I started doing this and suddenly like I I felt like I catch the right wave and I started like producing film and I worked my ass like the whole time the whole covid time the whole lockdown everything it's like the only industry that survived and so i was now when the lockdown hit again i'm really excited because i decided do not keep producing um because i feel like it's not my dream and my dream is making music and I would prefer to sit at home, maybe get some help and support for like many different kind of founds, but more like try to invest my uh, myself into my music and get this connection because I kind of lost it um, from too many hours in front of the computer and Excel and hey, how are you? Where are you going? Like all this administration stuff killed my creativity. <laughs> So I'm a bit excited to become artist again, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds like a good plan, a good place to be. And and how did you find like producing? Um, were you producing music videos and stuff? I think I saw you. So it's music videos. I did the short films, um, documentaries, and live stream festivals and concerts. And and how did you find? How did you find that process? Like, I, I know you said it's not your passion, but did you find yourself enjoying it? Was it sort of a, a different... Um, I think I'm just... Um, I'm a workaholic, like, on the paper. Um, no, for real. It's a big problem um, because I put work first and I completely forget about eating, breathing, brushing my teeth, all this, like simple habits that's and um producing is a lot a lot of hours in front of the computer and at some point i felt that i become became part extension of my computer and so i i liked it because it's so much work and it's like so much communication and the film crew and the people that i surround them myself are amazing hard workers i think that the hardest worker i ever well, like they can they can work 17 hours and they are happy <laughs> um, wow yeah it's really like it's very physical and i saw amazing stuff creating in front of my eyes um really it's a beautiful field so i found it very fascinating but also very hard and like to be a musician is just like you know you play good everybody tells you you're like like I don't know like I I I think I needed this to fall in love to fall in love again with my passion you know 
So now I'm understanding what I want and what I don't want. <laughs> That's it. Wow. I mean, you know what? I think there's there's always a lot of benefit in that. Um, it's it's hard to say, or at least this is sort of what I try and a lot of the time say is, you know, most it's very hard to find an experience that's purely bad. I think there's always something beneficial that you can find. Um, so in that sense, you know, if, if that's reigniting um, your passion and, and it's sort of making it more clear to you what it is you want to do, then I think that's a massive benefit um, of that experience. Yeah, and I think I've, I found I found also my own way to to give something back to others that is very important for me in my uh, work, in my daily life. It's very important for me to work with different kind of communities and with people from my community or people from um, uh, LGBTQ. Uh, shit, I don't know how to say it right. That's my English. So yeah, um, it makes me very happy to work with different kind of communities. And I think I learned so much out of it. And it's kind of like, it gave me the option to be behind the scene. It, it, it's very similar because on the one hand, you are the head, like being in a band and you are the main singer or the main artist. So all the attention and all the problems and everything is on you. But on the other hand, you also can really like watch all the time, just watch and observe. And I learned a lot. So, yeah. Wow, that does sound exciting. Um, and how do I how do I say it right? L G B T L G B T Q. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're good. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I have dyslexia. I forgive myself. Yeah, don't worry. I mean, you speak <laughs> what? You speak German as well? No, 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 no. I barely, I barely learn English. Like I, I moved here and. People or guys I dated thought I'm shy because I couldn't speak English. So I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I think like just in the last year, I'm able to speak more and express myself more. So um, I'm already happy about that. <laughs> I think you can get by with English pretty well in Germany anyway, right? I think in Berlin. In Berlin, it's possible to survive in English. I mean, I'm here five years already. <laughs> yeah that's pretty impressive yeah they didn't kick me out yet it's still working <laughs> yeah um speaking of what you were saying about being a workaholic um so when i um had a look online i found i found um an interview for okay. eurovision um and at one point you did say i love working hard like yeah i mean i guess you do have to of course um when you're sort of in this industry there's a lot to to get down but i was like wow it took me right back to that interview when you said i'm a workaholic and i was like actually i'm I'm very intrigued what what happened with this whole eurovision thing because in terms of what i can find online at least that's where your online presence begins <laughs> oh my god that's also one of the reasons I, I found a new name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had so many questions. Uh, it took me a while until I, 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 um, I think I got very traumatized from my journey in Israel as an artist um, from the industry there. And so, yeah, as you mentioned, I, I was in the Eurovision. I was a 
backing vocal singer, but I was also one of the, I did a reality show back in 2015 that the whole reality show it was like the winner go to the Eurovision. They're going to represent Israel. When I got to the competition, the prize was money. And I really needed this money because I thought, okay, this is great. If I will win, I will have money to make my album because I was already performing a lot and since I'm young. But then suddenly they just came with us, hey, good morning. So the price changed and this like a really better price, you're going to represent Israel and the Eurovision. And then I was like, oh, I'm not sure about it. <laughs> like, I wasn't sure about it because I was in the Eurovision as a back singer and I saw the craziness. It's, it's amazing, but it's so powerful. Also, I wasn't in the front, but I was just supporting my friend. And it was so strong that I wasn't sure that I am able to do it. But somehow I got to the final and everything turned, became very emotional was the roller coaster i think the first time i had my first um, panic attack was in this period of time and right after i sang like in the semi-final my own song and it also became pretty successful in the radio stations and a lot of love and support and so when i finished i finished in the fourth place and when i finished i sign on a contract with like the biggest record label that Israel had for like five albums and blah 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 and it was crazy and the I think that what what really really was hard for me was to be on stage in front in prime time everybody knows you everybody recognized you and then the morning after to go to work in the coffee place and at when I finished the coffee uh, shift, coffee bliss shift, I went to work in a bar until like 5 a.m. because I needed to pay my rent and we didn't get paid in the show. Basically, no one no one gave you money. <laughs> so I just kept and I found myself like as a waitress, like the day after I did the final, I found myself like in the coffee place serving coffee and people asked me, look at me. And I'm like, just tell me what you want. You know, like I, at some point it, it became very hard um, to handle the the reactions. Or like, oh, you you look, you looked better in the TV or like stuff like, oh, oh you look better in real life. Or like people say, you know, weird things. And pe sometimes people just walk um you just walk and they put a hand on you and they're, hey, it's her, it's her, it's like... Yeah, and you feel like because I think the reality shows make other people because they vote for you. They it, they feel part of your success and that they basically helped you to get there. And it's true, everything is true. But this we there is a borderline I think that cross in sometimes. And so I got very very affected by that. And during my journey in with this. Um, record label i also had um, suffered from abusive um, relationship with a power um i don't know how to say it i mean it's the first time i speak about it because uh, i i really try to speak about it these days because i think it's very very important but um i was a uh, 
Basically, I, I got out from the contract after I got um, sexual abuse from one of the head there. And I told them that I want to quit. And if they won't let me go, I will just uh, kill myself because I was in a very depressive situation. I didn't earn money. I didn't. I just worked, played shows, didn't get the money. They I needed to work with this person that obviously hurt in me and um, in and working in many others' jobs just to pay my rent. And then I just uh, decided that I have to get away. And then I moved to Berlin. And when I moved to Berlin, I felt so good that no one knows me. It felt so good. It was winter. It was cold. Everybody anyway in their own positions. And I... I wanted to start a new way and I'm very, very happy that I did it because it was exactly what I needed. I gave up on in my albums and on my music, and but I started a new journey and I found Aya and found new people to trust or to learn how to trust and build my own crew that supported me and helped me till today. And I'm very, very grateful for all of this. I'm very, very grateful. Yeah. So that's a bit about it. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's possible. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, because, you know, it, uh, these sort of things and these industries aren't just like happy families. Um, we see the glossy side a lot of the time but we don't necessarily see the darker side. It just comes out, you know, on occasion, like, you know, like recently the Britney Spears um, scandal, that's like, that's been, again, a real reminder of the kind of exploitation and the kind of, uh, like, again, like the, this abuse in power that can come um, in positions like these. Um, and there's something, again, that you mentioned that's very important, which I think is um, like the lack of, money and, and sort of just not being paid for what you do and the time you put in um like that's that's just really difficult um I mean it yeah. must be so exhausting to sit there work your butt sing I mean your vocal cords must be exhausted you're physically exhausted but you have to go to your next shift um because you need to pay the bills and no matter how much love and and, and passion you have it's it's not going to pay your bills and that's that's really difficult yeah um yeah, and it's also it it's also become like a thing to be a poor artist. It's just uh, people just say like I pref I I to make music and that's the only thing that matter. And I can live in a carton box. I'm sorry, but like it's just not fair. That and I think I have to say that in Germany, I really feel the support and the help, like. For artists a, a lot a lot I got so much support this year a lot of funds for yeah I do write the concept and I put effort in it but at least I see I see the fruits I see like people are paying tickets people coming to the concert and they're listening and like there is uh, I feel like okay this gig I didn't get paid but the next gig I'm getting paid you know there is like something very beautiful that i really love about specifically berlin i don't know german but i perform all around germany and every time it's just like i feel so 
that it's just worth it. It's just worth it. And uh, I don't want to be a poor artist. Like, um, does I... And I think like this, the whole Spotify and all these platforms that we pay in like nine ninety nine pound or euro per month, we getting paid I don't know zero point zero point something per stream. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, you invest so much money just to put this song out. You pay this person and distributor and the art cover and the graphic designer and all of this just to put this like three minutes out. I, I feel <laughs> and then the stress of what people will think and then ask people to share. It's just really a roller coaster. I'm not good on streaming. I have to say I didn't understand this logic yet. But I really like live shows, and I think uh, at the end of the day, this is the real communication that I'm looking for. So I'm focusing on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's tough, tough industry. Yeah, I think you and um, Noha would have actually a lot to talk about. Noha is one of our co-directors. I'm not sure if you know. Um, she goes by Inti Bint. Um, of course. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, and I think she's she's had to do, deal with sort of similar issues a lot of the time. Yeah, um, just yesterday, I, I sent, not yesterday, two days ago, I sent to a lot of people like, hey, come to my show, this is this. And you know what I got? And I got it from a person that I work with as a producer. He wrote me, how did you get this gig? Because you're hot. No. Yes. And I'm saying like, stop with it stop with it it's not funny you cannot even try if you you try to be funny it's not funny Uh, if you try to insult me it is it's working and i really like i i still didn't reply to it but i'm gonna i'm gonna make him feel very ashamed about what he did and by the way today my friend um i don't really know her personally but we know each other through instagram and from the her name is nova n-o-v AA, and she released today a song about sexual abuse that, and because of it I felt like she empowered me to speak about about that because she got sexual abuse as well and the song is amazing I really really recommend to to check it out and she's so honest and that's what I'm talking about this is the real artist we need to be louder and um talk about the important thing through our music because music is a language that can cross a lot of borders wow yes. yeah i will have a look yeah Check i will have out. a look um no i can i completely agree like it is i mean it's it's horrible to hear you know you're meeting other people who had the same experience because you know you hope actually that this isn't something that's happening all the time but i can sort of see that it is very easy to happen when you're sort of very dependent on the other side to help you and you need their support, you need their networks, you need their money, you need all of that. And you have very little um, that you can do on your own. And so that's it's just a situation that's really easy to, to be taken advantage of in, um, which is just awful, honestly. It's making me think of like Harvey Weinstein, um, to be honest. Yeah, and it's just like you... To create music, you need a very safe space, in very to be in a very emotional um, and open mind. Because because when you're making music, at least for me, 
and from my experience, you get a lot of science from the outside world and from the inner world. And to be in this situation that you're kind of a pipe, you really need to be open and feel safe. And I can tell you that most of the sessions I did, and I'm not doing sessions anymore because every time I was surrounded by male energy um, that looked at me like I don't know what I'm talking about from the beginning, like, oof, I, I can talk about this like hours, really. But, and I have a lot of love to men. I love, I love men. Men are amazing. I'm dating men, all good. But we cannot ignore that that um, it exists. And I stopped going to sessions because I don't want to be in the same room with a guy and it's a bit getting a bit dark and intimate and I'm afraid that he will hurt me. And um, then it made me become more and more and more independent. What's good, but also limiting, limiting. <laughs> because um, there's uh, many things that I don't know how to do and uh, there are many talented people that I want to work with but I'm all the time coming with this fear because I'm traumatized so I hope um, that I will find a way to to get over it but also because of it I, tr I explore more uh, my, many many more female um, or queer uh, producers and musicians and I'm very happy very happy yeah and they all yeah. feel the same that's the thing like you sit in the session and you just you can speak about it hours god <laughs> 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 it's yeah no there's something uh very true about it I, th I think sometimes as well people don't necessarily talk about it because they don't want to even if nothing, if you've not had a sort of bad experience, but you're just worried about the possibility, um, I think to some extent um, it's it's something you have to be quite careful about saying out loud because it can also be misconstrued as, as something else um, or come across as quite like man-hating when it's not necessarily the case that you are, like, like you're saying, it's more just, okay, there's a worry, you're not entirely certain um what might happen um and, and it's completely understandable like you we all have sort of self-preservation instincts um and you want to feel safe and you never want to feel like you might be threatened so that's completely understandable I, I'm, I'm glad to hear it's been an avenue for you to find new people that you can work with and collaborate with really well I think that's, that's a nice a word avenue avenue it's a nice word <laughs> yeah um absolutely and um yeah no i i hope you do um manage to to work through this um because it's, it's a it's a really horrible experience to have to carry with you um even in the future when you're thinking about who you want to work with like it's a huge impact on you um so yeah honestly best of luck um thank you it seems like um it seems like it's working. Also, uh, now I started w my life partner. Um, we broke up uh, two months ago, but we were making music together. And uh, yeah, now I started working with different producers. So, uh, but I, I see that if I'm very open about it, let's say they say, 
um, yeah, we can do uh, evening sessions. So I'm just writing, hey, like I'm not interested in evening sessions because uh, I'm afraid uh, that you will hurt me. <laughs> or like I'm saying, <laughs> no. <laughs> or like I'm just like traumatized from uh, can we meet and during the day. Directly on the table, uh, it helps. Some of them understand wow. that I, I mean, we have, yeah, let, let's first, let's do a few sessions during the day when the sun is shining and I feel like easier mm. and mm. yeah, it makes a difference for me. That was really good. People are, are being um, responsive to that and being very understanding. And it's good that you also feel that you can, you know, be very direct about it and say, yeah. Um, I'm not comfortable with this. Can we do something else? And honestly, really, I don't think many people can say no. Um, you know, so that's that's an important thing. So I'm glad that's that's sort of working in a positive yeah. direction, moving in a positive direction. We love to see that. Um, I think I saw was so was it you and your partner that were in a band called uh, like was it Sis and Me or something? Ah, Sisame was a, a short project I did. It was um, just uh, I joined to, um, I guess we can call it uh, world music or reggae, uh, reggae singer, songwriter. I don't know how to, what the genre, but I did uh, just a few songs with them and we toured a bit and that was nice, but um, it was just a project. It wasn't like my life, my um, life partner back then was Lucas and he did the, all the productions of my album that I'm releasing now. And it was a really long journey. <laughs> Let's call yeah, it, it like sounds it. <laughs> it sounds it. I listened to Let Me Go and I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Such Thank a lovely you. song. Thank you so um, much. This is also, my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. Stunning everything yeah. Thank you so much. I, I On the 25th, if you're interested, you can watch on Arte TV. And there is a, a performance, live performance that I did to the song. Uh, with um, I'm working with amazing, incredible human and artist called Tim Kriegler. And he's uh, an acrobat, aerialist. And together we found a um, beautiful way to express let me go, basically. And uh, we went to Paris to perform and Arte took a video of us and it's going to be on the 25th of December on TV. And I'm very excited for that because uh, I'm even flying in the air for a second. <laughs> wow. Very, yeah, wow. it's very nice. And on the 25th of December. Hopefully many people are going to be tuning in that day specifically. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Sit and watch. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Also, let me go. It's also about the busy relationship that I went through um, for two years. And I really got to a point that I, I didn't know how to end it. And, and that was let me go is about yeah ah god yeah yeah no no it's um i think i think again like 
being able to channel that experience and, and, and make it into a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. Um, I'd say like Thank it's a massive so well done, really, um, because it's not easy to do that. Um, it's, it's excellent. Um, Thank absolutely. you. <laughs> I'm super happy you liked it, really. I did, I really did. Um, really like to, to turn back the time a little bit, um, you you seem to have started or found your passion at a very young age. Were you the sort of um, girl that, like, I don't know, you sort of dressed up, had a microphone at home and, and sang in the kitchen, drove your parents crazy sort of thing? <laughs> um, I think, like, no, unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't. I'm the youngest. We are five siblings. And... Um, we had a very difficult childhood, and I think, um, like my parents, they broke up. They got divorced uh, when I was two months old, and um, we didn't have this kind of house uh, or home. And I was very, we were me, my sister, and the other one above her. And they they both were very good singers, and the attention was mostly on them. Um, at school or like everywhere, like my sister, she has these photos with the with the deodorant or the brush. But I well, I I think like the first time I got I understood that I'm also interested in that. Um, was when I went with my sister, like my mama, she had to work, so my sister took me with her everywhere, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and um, I sat in this room. We had like a a teacher. Their name was Patricia, and her husband was blind pianist, amazing pianist. They had beautiful relationship. And I was sitting in the room, and I saw how she teaches her how to breathe. Like she was kind of like the star of the town. And and then she asked me if I want to join to the lesson. Then we did together. And then she heard me singing. And then she said, oh, okay. Like She also has something. And then she started pushing me. And she she wrote, she um, registered me to a competition. And then I, I have... <laughs> I remember this. I was seven, and I sang Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh my God! That's ambitious I will never, for a seven-year-old. I will never do it these days. Like, will never sing Whitney Houston, um, Beyonce, all the big, but like, never. I grew up, but back then I was like, you know, and uh, I was singing on stage. And like I won this competition, and I think I, I was seven years old. And then uh, there was another competition in different city, and we all were very excited. We drove this to this different city, the whole family. <laughs> and then I lost. <laughs> I didn't win. Um, and then we back to normal. But I think like um, music always helped me to to break limits or to get people attention or hearts and a lot of people helped me because of that because 
they thought I'm talented or gifted or I can do like many, many times they felt used. At some point you understand also they are mean people. They're they used me like properly, like sing here and sing in this event and record for me this and da, 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 da. and you just want to do because it's like your passion. And slowly, slowly you understand they also like there are very mean people out there. But um a lot of also good people helped me since very young age. So that's how I got to know my talent. <laughs> wow. it was, was a coincidence. um do you think you you ever imagined that like at a fairly young age that this would be what you would end up doing for the rest of your life or all sort of as your career I think after this competition I remember I told to myself like I'm gonna be a singer and then uh, a lot of my friends laughing on me because every time I, I introduced myself when I was younger I was like hi I'm a VI and I'm a singer like this was I was like talking like that so um I love the confidence yeah I had this it came true. <laughs> today last day like hi I'm a VI and I'm lost <laughs> I'm depressed I love it I love it it's great <laughs> I'm back I don't know who I am <laughs> and yeah but back then I had a lot I was really brave Wonder Girl my song Wonder Girl is about that Exactly that. This, this, you know, when you're a kid and you climb in, in the playground, you climb in so high and then you jump, you know? If I do it today, I'm looking down and I'm like, oh, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even do it. But when you're a kid, you jump like from the highest places. And yeah, there is certain brave that we're losing with the years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. When we start suddenly thinking, oh, no, I have so many things I need to preserve and keep and, and I don't want to lose that, you start to, yeah, you feel that, that preservation instinct very strongly. Um, it's, a, it's a really, it's a, it's a very good name as well for a song, Wonder Girl. I liked it. That one is, that was my second favorite song. Um, a Wonder Girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It has that energy. Yeah, wow, I can't really, uh, this whole life, it feels like, I can't believe that I have like 40 more years to live, I think, like, <laughs> it just feels so, so much, really, sometimes I'm like, really, like, I'm just 28, and I feel so, so many things already happened, and <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I think this is a sign that you need to take a break. It's always like this, girl. <laughs> I I know what you mean a little bit though. That kind of feeling of oh god, there's actually a really long time. To, um, yeah, to and go. it's not it's not getting easier. Like the world is getting wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to to say to say the least, it it is wild for sure <laughs> like nobody knows what's gonna happen it feels like you you, you can't you, nobody knows and you we just like there are leaders out there that's supposed to to help us <laughs> or to tell us what to do and we are i don't know i hope it will yeah. be okay <laughs> Yeah, and the older you get, the, the more you realize, actually, maybe these leaders don't always know what they're doing, and you get very worried. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I was going to ask, like, what what your plans um, for the sort of upcoming future? So I know you said lockdown, um, get back in touch with the creative um, inside. Uh, after yeah. that, are you thinking more shows post lockdown? Yes. I, um, so there are different plans. <laughs> um, the first plan is to be healthy because I went through so much um, mental health issues uh, in the last year and a half. And I'm doing now therapy two times a week and it's very strong and I really need it. So uh, first of all is to be healthy. That's my, my main plan, to take care of myself and to understand that it's okay to take care of myself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's very important. That's the first thing that I plan. And slowly, slowly, we'll get there. The second, I think, thing that I want, I really want to perform all over the world. Like, I really want to see new places and meet new people. And if I could just go every day somewhere else, I would do it. I would never be home. Like, I would just be with my suitcase and I would just travel all around the world. This would be my dream, just to sing and meet musicians. And yeah. And the other plan is to find someone to to love and to grow with and to build my own home because I don't have any and I'm really seeking for it. Like I really want to have my own um, place that I can run to. And for now, like, I don't know where to go and I feel very, that I don't have roots because I'm also, like our family is very broken and everything fell apart very quick. Um, So yeah, I would love to have family. And, um, yeah, to just uh, stay connected to myself, meet more amazing people, and and hopefully to somehow influence on even few people, but just to be something to somebody. <laughs> I don't know if it makes I sense. think you're definitely something to someone already. Um, I don't know. I, I I hope that I will have this feeling also in me, you know, mm. just to feel that you you have um, reasons to fight for and you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, getting yeah. emotional here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank thank you for being very very um sincere and very honest as well. Like that. Thank you. It's because you're here. It cannot work <laughs> differently. Oh, I mean, I haven't done much to warrant this. Um, but no, we really appreciate that. Is is there um anything like you know any sort of uh like message or something you kind of just wanted to say um that I can leave you here with? I just really hope that. Um, everybody who listened to this podcast and felt somehow connected I just hope that you will understand that you're not alone in this and um, you know if you feel me so you understand what I'm talking about and just um, keep it up it's very hard time so keep it up and find your own uh, happiness and your own son in you it's very hard task, but um, 
everything is just a hard task. So we just have to get used to to find it and to fight for it. Yeah, this is my message. And if I hope that if you film me, you also my music will give you some comfort and the option to lay in bed and just cry because it's good and it's healthy. <laughs> thank you um thank, thank you for you. that um that was a really interesting discussion for me too Asma. thank you so much for the opportunity and I'm, i hope i didn't speak too much um no, no. I, I i have to stop uh, apologize <laughs> uh, no no it was wonderful it was wonderful